Welcome to The Hard Pyre, a community-driven choose-your-own-adventure narrative podcast. This is a small bonus episode narrating the contents of the letters Asher found at the end of episode 10. Episode 11 will be released on the 11th of July. Dear Mari, I hope you're doing alright, and I hope that one of these days I will have some time to come visit you again. Life has been quite busy for me since I've been appointed to this position, but we all knew that was going to happen. How has your research been going? If I remember correctly, you were working on the Grey Isles case last time we spoke. Are you still working on that? I hope Dardek isn't causing you too much trouble. I know he can be pedantic over these kinds of things. I've got a favor to ask you. I wrote to your cousin last week about the destruction of one of our towns. I doubt he's had time to tell you about it, but the gist of it is that a small town was burned to the ground and we think the crow might be involved in it. Nothing is proven yet, so please don't discuss this with anyone until we have more information. But I need your services to keep this from spreading through the kingdom. I wish I could come to the academy myself to talk with you about it. But as I've mentioned, I simply don't have the time for such a long visit, especially since I'm awaiting further information from your cousin. I will send over one of my counsellors with more information so that you can arrange the appropriate archival adjustments for this case. I'll tell her exactly what needs to be done, but of course, I trust your judgment to adapt these directives as best you see fit. I look forward to seeing you at Rishi's wedding this summer, even if it's still a few months away. In good health and fortune, now and always, your friend, Lylard. Dear Ly, how wonderful to hear from you again. It has been too long since the last time we had the opportunity. I miss you dearly. The Academy just isn't the same without you. Yours surely isn't the only life that has been busy lately. Since Levac finally fully stepped down from his position, I've had the privilege of reorganizing the mess he left behind. You wouldn't believe how much chaos one man can cause. When I took over as Dean, I didn't realize how much time I would spend working like a common clerk. Absolutely none of his documents are organized like they are supposed to. They aren't even really organized by date or subject or any other logical system. I think he had his own strange way of organizing stuff and forgot to tell me about it. Or maybe he deliberately kept me in the dark to spite me. Wouldn't put it past that old man. All that to tell you that, yes, I'm still working on the Grey Isles. Dodek hasn't even been that difficult to work with. In the beginning of the transfer, maybe a bit, but I think he's been quite reasonable with his demands. Horek Olovat, on the other hand, has been a pain to work with. I had always heard that he was such a friendly and polite man, so I didn't expect this at all. But I think he didn't take it very well that Dardek took over his position. He's trying to demand more inclusion of his name in the official records, and I've been trying to accommodate him on this. But I've got my instructions from the council and I can't just do whatever I want. He's also been complaining that the transfer has been reported as something voluntary and desired on his part, and he wants us to at least mention that he stepped down with a heavy heart. Can you believe that? What kind of image would that send? And I don't even understand what he's so upset about. He's gotten an equally sized province out of this deal. I think High Forge might even be bigger than the Grey Isles if you look at the usable land. And anyway, I don't know why he's being so difficult with me. I'm not even remotely responsible for the transfer. If he's upset, he should try complaining to the council about it. See how far he'll get with that. About your second point. I haven't seen or spoken to my cousin in quite a few weeks, so I hadn't heard about this yet. It would definitely be quite concerning if the crow was back. I'm pretty sure the council has struck some accord to avoid this situation, 
so it really shouldn't be happening. Let's hope it's just a copycat or some overzealous dissenters. Do you remember how much work it was last time to deal with all of that? All the sleepless nights we spent at the academy figuring out how to spin this into something believable. My head hurts just remembering it. I don't even want to imagine what it'll be like now that I'm Dean. But duty is duty, so I eagerly await the arrival of your counselor. I am so excited for Rishi's wedding. Did you hear that they are building a new chapel just for the event? I still don't understand why she wants to adhere to the old traditions. I haven't heard of anyone getting married in a chapel in ages. But she's always been fascinated by the old times, hasn't she? I'm sure it's going to be lovely no matter what. May fortune guide your way, my dear friend. With love, Marizad. My dearest Marie, and here we thought old man Levak had it all figured out. But I can imagine that the last few years in which he's held the position, he's gotten too old and forgetful to be well organized. Can't you appoint someone else to do the work for you? I thought Nella had assisted you with this sort of thing. I don't think it would be a risk to involve her in the planning. Dardek might be pedantic and exigent in his demands, but at least he knows how to communicate them well. I've always appreciated that about him. I can understand Horek Olovat, though. He's been the warden of the Grey Isles for nearly 30 years. Usually these appointments don't last that long. If Dardek hadn't gotten the province, one of Horek's children or someone else from his family would have gotten it soon enough. I've heard more than once that he's quite attached to the Isles and its inhabitants. And I think the affection was mutual. You only have to look at all the problems the transfer brought with it. It's almost been a year and people are still fighting the new administration. They don't seem to realize that they are doing more damage than good. Dardek was appointed by the council itself. They aren't going to get rid of him that easily. And honestly, it isn't Dardek's fault that Horak mismanaged the Isles this badly. The population has become too used to the freedom he gave them. They can't expect it to continue. Every one of the provinces has to contribute to the well-being of the kingdom in its own way. The Grey Isles can't be the exception to this. Don't remind me of all the work we had to do because of the crow last time. I almost went out to look for them myself so it would finally stop. It remains a mystery why the council didn't demand the lynx take care of them more thoroughly. I wouldn't have accepted for them to keep roaming the lands. You never know when they'll decide to attack bigger cities. I don't want to imagine the work you'll have then. I think I've heard of someone else having a wedding in a chapel too. Looks like people are getting back to the old ways, at least aesthetically. Do you think Rishi will have a preacher officiate the wedding? I think that might go too far for my tastes. I'd be fine with some of the old chants though. I always liked the sound of those. In good health and fortune, now and always, your friend, Lylard. My dearest, dearest Ly, I'm truly sorry for how long it's taken me to reply. I'd written the first version of this letter three weeks ago and then just never got around to sending it. Everything's so busy right now, I'm absolutely exhausted. Nelada's already helping me plenty. I wouldn't want to put even more work and responsibility on her shoulders. I want at least her to have the illusion of a life outside of this academy. There's truly no need for the both of us to never leave the building. Some good news. I'm done with my part with the whole Grey Isles mess. It's not my problem anymore if the two lords decide to continue their petty feud. It's honestly not any of my concern if Dardek can't manage to get a grip on his new subjects and still hasn't been able to quell the rebellions. I don't understand why Horek Olovat is trying to drag me into that debate. And can you believe Horek even tried to argue with me that he should keep his old title? That's not how it works at all. The title is tied to the province and High Forge has a Margrave. 
So of course he's going to be a Margrave from now on. Who does he think he is? He's not above the rules of this kingdom just because he got attached to his previous province. I'm glad I don't have to deal with this man anymore. I told Nala that I don't want to read a single one of his letters anymore. I'm way too busy to deal with this whole spectacle. Anyways, I need to deal with the transfer of Red Hill next. Hopefully that one will be less of a headache. At least that one's staying in the same family, but you never know if a distant cousin isn't gonna suddenly appear and try to claim the province for themselves. Your counselor arrived about two weeks ago, and we've come up with a plan and schedule of everything that has to be done. I've tried to find all of the documents from the last time they were active, but I doubt I've found all of it in the mess Levac left me. It's going to take a while to get everything sorted out, but I think the most critical parts aren't going to take too much effort. At least not as much as the tiny coastal village in Nepachet ten years ago. That was an absolute nightmare. Why did they have to strike so close to the military academy? Don't they realize how many people live there? Of course they'll notice when there's a giant fire on the coast right across from them. At least, barely anyone got hurt back then. Now we'll also have to track down the family of the deceased and make sure they aren't spreading rumors across the land. I'll let you know once I have decided who'll deal with this case and how we'll proceed. I really need to get back to work now. There's so much more I want to talk to you about. I'm counting the days until we can see each other again. With lots of love and my most fortunate wishes, your dearest friend, Marizad. As mentioned before, episode 11 will be released on the 11th of July. I will also release a third bonus episode on the show's Patreon and Coffee page narrating the letter Logan found, which you can access with the lowest tier of 2 euros. As always, you can read the transcripts to each episode on thehardpire.com, where you can also find additional information such as character art or a map of the journey. If you want to support the podcast, you can tell a friend about it, leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast, or check out the Kofi on Patreon page. The Hot Pie is written and produced by me, Audrey Marta. Thank you for listening.